I'm Android 17, and also Psyche's dad, <laughs> and you're watching Anime Egotists. And welcome back to the Anime Egotists, where none of us would be given the Pegasus Claw. Yeah, I still really don't know what that is. You know, man, Saint Seiya is a thing, and you could at least try. For once in your life, you could try. Hey, I need to get back and finish up, um, uh, oh god. I just forgot the entire name of the other show I'm trying to go back to watch now that it's been a while. Oh, goodness gracious. Anyways, my name's Alex, and sometimes I think anime could be real, but maybe I'm just crazy. Well, with how crazy this world is right now, anime seems more realistic, especially Slice of Life. Yeah. I'm Richard. <laughs> and that's correct. And sometimes in the anime, you have the most despicable, evil, disgusting people. But we're not here to talk about those today. No, we decided to be a bit more positive and talk about the characters that are liked by everybody. They're nicer than uh, the average character usually. They just they could be the main character, side characters again, that just make you feel good when they're the ones on screen. Yeah, they don't have to be super developed. They don't have to be super interesting. Sometimes they're just likable characters, and that's who we're here to talk about. Some of the most lovable, likable characters in the anime. My friend, I'm glad that you're over there and not at my house because that episode got kind of messy. So do you mind starting us off in your own humble abode? Sure. Uh, so I don't think we've talked too much about this character besides his one excellent fight in the first part of the series, and that's Choji from Naruto. 110% agree. Yeah, he is one of the nicest characters in the series. Uh, when you get the flashbacks and learn that he was nice to Naruto, he really, it seems to be a big supporter of the entire uh, group of Konoha, the 12, 13, 14, 15, Four, 25. 14, if you include Sai and Akamaru, which I do. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that the only way to really get him to be mad or angry about something is to call him fat. And I don't know too many people who like that, so I'm kind of on his side with that. I can agree. It's just one of those things that he's... That's the, as I said, that's the only way, and we all kind of just agree that he's big-boned. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, he gets angry if you insult his friends, which shows that he's very loyal. Not mm -hmm. to mention, like you brought up, he was one of the first people to be nice to Naruto, which everyone seems to forget, and they say, oh, well, Shikamaru was nice to Naruto. I'm like, yeah, he was, but so was Choji. Stop ignoring Choji, please. Exactly. And just, I don't know, there's something about him. Whenever he's on screen, he always seems to be really nice. There's, I brought up the Asuma fight in the war arc a lot, but he's the one that absolutely can't attack Asuma because of how much he cares for him and you feel that despite the fact that Shikamaru and Asuma had a connection Choji and Asuma had a different connection but was still very much supported. Exactly. Not to mention he gets ridiculously stronger and as we've talked about before he doesn't really change like he, he grows as a person but he's still kind of the same guy from start to finish. Hopefully Boruto doesn't ruin that. I really don't know much about what anyone's doing in Boruto, but I'd like to have hope for Choji. Yeah, from what I remember, he and his daughter Chocho have very similar interests, and like, so he takes his uh, Chocho out and to buy a specialty flavor of chips that are coming out and stuff. So 
he's still that kind of lovable character that uh, still has the same interests. Um, I know he still heavily helps defend the village because I think there's a scene where he does where he activates butterfly mode in the series. But again, that's became a little bit overused as it, I think, in Boruto because I think Chocho has it like right away. Uh, to be fair, even without it, he's still ridiculously strong. That whole family is ridiculously powerful. That is very true. But anyways, Cho, I, I'm going to be honest, it, it, don't take this the wrong way. I do feel like I like Choji a little more than you do, which is totally fine. But, but I'm glad he was on your list. I can completely co-sign. Yeah, he was just one of those that as soon as we talked about this list, I knew he had he was going to be on either mine or yours. I didn't know if, but he was, he's just so nice about everything. Yeah, I had to change things up for my, I had to change things up for my list. A lot of these characters are different okay i'm kind of interested now all right but choji of course i can co-sign all right so your first one it's not the character but the show itself saori makishima from ore emo okay i despise this show but but saori is one of the characters who actually got me through it she's a very goofy light-hearted otaku who's always telling who forms a group that the main character and a bunch of other characters decide to be in. And she's very weird and animated, but she's also incredibly friendly and encourages people, oh yeah, you should talk about the anime that you you care about. Even if other people aren't interested in it, you should still bring it up. At the same time, though, she doesn't try to force stuff down people's throats. Like, she loves Gundam. And she won't try to force it down anyone's throat, but she'll also be like, hey, don't you don't have to force stuff down my throat, too. Even if we disagree on stuff, we can still be friends. And ultimately, she's just a very good leader and encourages people to get better. And we learn down the line that she's actually super rich and classy when she's not around her friends. And she can also be incredibly shy and timid, but it's... but her problems feel pretty much realistic. Like you actually find yourself really rooting for her. And ultimately, like I said with Choji, she doesn't really change all that much, but that's kind of a good thing. She's just a lovable character. It sounds really nice. And like, it does sound like she would be the one thing I, from what I know of the show, this is the one where the female character turns chibi, right? Or am I thinking of a different? No, that, that no. Th- this 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 is not that. This is the series where the brother and the sister hate each other, and then um, yeah. Is this the brush your teeth series? No, it's not. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm just there's so many that are like that. That no, no. Oh, I honestly <laughs> don't. Th- this is the se- This is the series. No, no. I I feel like you would know it if I described a scene to you, but I almost don't even want to. Okay, the, I, but it's kind of one of those shows, right? It, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. So the, just your description of her, it sounds like it, she should be the one that wins in the end, but unfortunately, I don't think that happens. Let me put it to you this way. There's another girl who, in my opinion, works really well with the main character, but there's this scene at the end where a lot of the girls are like, oh, so which one of us do you like more? And Saori kind of says, well, obviously it's me. And you can tell she doesn't actually like it him that way it's just kind of she it's kind of a case where she's just like well everyone else was doing it i kind of just want to get involved with this conversation like i've said before she is somebody who if i had to pick a character to be friends with she's the one because she just she just seems like a delight 
it really sounds like it, especially as I said, I know I recognize the name and know roughly the premise based on the other two shows that I've mentioned being similar. So it's just yeah, I, it's I still don't think I'll I may ever give this show a chance, but it does sound like she would be the most interesting and most or not necessarily the most interesting, the best part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's and the thing is, it's like you and I always talk about. You can like whatever you want in anime, but if you shove it down our throats, that's where things become a problem. And she never really does that. She's just like, Oh yeah, I like Gundam. You don't? Oh, well, what else do you want to talk about? Yeah, that's kind of what we always want in people who talk anime with us. If you say, oh my god, you have to watch something, it makes it so that the show does not seem interesting. Or if you say it's a, it's the best show ever made, it's not worth it. it. It's really not. Unless you say it's the worst show ever made, then I actually might want to give it a chance. Yeah, because then you'll get in and it's like, why is this considered so bad? And Or it'll be so bad it's good. But Salary, she's pretty cool. But compared to a lot of other characters on the show, that's not saying a whole lot, sadly. As I said, I'll, I'll co-sign I don't know the show well enough to know, so, but... Okay. Alright, so my next one? Sure. This one is... I don't know how much you remember or how much you've seen of the series, but it's... Um, Yorichi from Bleach. Okay. This is one of those weird moments because she's so playful, but she's so supportive of everybody. Um, like so, pretty much when you first meet your Yorichi, she's in the form of a, a black cat, and she helps. Um, oh God, uh, Yusuke, uh, uh, Unahana, I think is his full name. Uh, train Ichigo and help Ichigo and his friends get uh, into the Soul Society and all that. And throughout this entire time, it's a very obvious masculine deep voice coming from the cat. And it, there's a lot of fan service with Yoruichi, especially early on, but she always seems to be willing to help teach the uh, group having been a former uh soul society uh soul reaper captain she's very supportive of the cast always like trying to do the right thing supporting them in whatever way she can i don't even know like she doesn't have too many big fights from what I remember. She has a handful, but she's always more of the supporting behind the scenes, influencing things to try to make thing, the best outcomes come out. And it's just something that I like. And I don't know anyone that I've ever heard of say, Yorichi, I don't like this character. So No, if anything, it's the other way around. There are a lot of people, every time I hear about this girl, nobody has a bad thing to say about her. There's some, let's just say, not safe or worse stuff they'd say about her. But everybody outside that generally really likes her. And I actually agree. I think she's really cool. Yeah, it's just, as I said, with all the support she gives to the cast, especially in the, like, Rukia uh, rescue mission, it's just, it, it's always really nice. And then, as I said, always kind of behind the scenes after that to supporting the main cast. Yeah. I, I can co-sign. She's she's super cool. I don't know if she'd get along with us, but I think she's cool. I think she would just pull pranks on us, just trying to get a or interfere randomly with stuff to try to like 
and we get angry at her for some reason. I mean, that's kind of what we already do with each other, so it kind of works out. Yeah. All right, so my next character? Go right ahead. Botan from Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. Honestly, the thing about Botan is she's just so, I want to say airheaded, but she's kind of a goofball. At the same time, though, she does try to help people like Yusuke when he dies and says, oh, well, well, look at all the effects you're having on these people now that you're gone. And it's very, it's, it, but it kind of doubles as heartbreaking to see Yusuke just brush it off like, oh, yeah, my mom's probably glad I'm gone, so she doesn't have to worry about it. But even through all that, Botan is still trying her hardest to get Yusuke back, and she's always supporting people throughout the series. He's, not to mention, she's kind of hilarious sometimes with her air, with, I guess, her airheadedness. I don't know. Even through my rewatch, I'm going back and I'm thinking, I love, I really like Botan. Like, I liked her at first, but now I'm always happy to see her on my screen. There's that. And the fact that, uh, so this was the show I needed to go back to because I took a break when we did the Soul Eater stuff and now I, I need to get back to it. Um, but the uh, Maze City, I think is what it's called or something like I that. Think so, the- yeah. She doesn't just like while she's not in the maze, uh, fighting with the main characters, she's on her own mission protecting um the human girl and trying to defeat the insects that are corrupting humans and stuff. She's doing stuff like, and it's not just being like the scientist or behind the scenes like Bulma or something. She's an actual fighter, at least at this point in the series. She's trying her best to support the team as a fighter. I'm ju- I'm just saying Bulma Bulma is super rich but all of her friends are poor. How good of a friend is she really? That is very true. But but anyways, Bota on I I understand why so many fans like her and why Kuwabara yeah, I understand. Yeah, I can definitely see it and um uh, is uh she's definitely one of the better especially this era of female uh, shonen protagonists or uh, support characters, I would say she's definitely among the better ones I've seen. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd call her this era because the show came out... Well, that's what I meant. I meant this era as in the 90s. Okay, there there we go. All right, yes. But Botan, she, she, she's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. I'm interested to see... I know she... Doesn't really, I don't think she competes in the uh, Dark World tournament, does she? She's off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you. No, I know. I just know that that's the big tournament in the series that everybody seems to forget about, despite how good it is. All right, but yeah, I, I'm really, yeah. I knew I would eventually remember what the series was, so I'm glad you reminded me. So I need to go back and start uh, the next arc. Yeah, that works for me. But who's your next character? So this character, um, I think I may have mentioned him a few times. I don't know if I've talked about him directly. It's been, if I have, it's been a little while, but it's uh, Ren Goku from Demon Slayer. You've probably seen him at least on stuff. He's the flame headed uh, character, like bright yellow and bright red hair. He is one of the nicest guys. He's still like, there's... um, how to put it he still has like his own issues with um like especially when um 
Nezuko's revealed to him and the other Hashira. I, if I remember correctly, he's one of the ones that wants to uh, kill her because she's a demon. That's what they're literally trained to do. But he's one of the ones that's willing to accept relatively early on that she's not a danger and he supports everybody. He's, well, not the oldest. He's kind of like the big brother of uh, the Demon Slayer Corps. He treats everybody nice, helps train them, uh, supports everybody with a smile, despite the fact that he's gone through some stuff. His father's become an alcoholic after losing his mother, lost his mother. Uh, he's lost countless students to uh, demons, and it's just... He still always seems to remain positive, and I think that's why a lot of Demon Slayer fans really like this uh, Ren Goku. He's just he always seems to try to remain positive and support everybody else. Yeah, I I, I haven't seen the show. Oh, but he, I have heard nothing but good things about Ren Goku. He seems like somebody who always does his best to help people, and hopefully, I'd like to think that his friends lend him a hand every now and then. They do. It's that's kind of the whole um, Mu uh, Mugen Train arc is, I think, the name of the full name of the arc is his big story. Yeah, yeah, but he does sound he does sound likable. Yeah, as I said, he's one of my favorite characters, and I wish he was had been in the show more. Yeah, that seems to happen a lot. Yeah. All right. So your next one. All right. Like the next character on my list, Ponygon from Zatch Bell. Okay. All right. So for those of you who don't know, Ponygon is a horse. I, I don't know how to describe it anymore. Or but he but Ponygon just see starts off as kind of this out this kind of rambunctious this horse that Zatch becomes friends with, and Keo doesn't get along with him at first, which makes <laughs> sense. Ponygon's super over the top at times, and Keo is well kind of grounded in logic. At the same time, though, Ponygon is incredibly loyal to the people who are who are nice to him. And considering he's a Momoto, it's actually interesting because he doesn't have a partner yet, yet he's still doing his best to stand by and protect the people that he cares about. To where in the Zophis arc, where they say, okay, we have to fight Zophis and get all of our, our comrades together. And Podigon ends up finding his, I guess, part his human partner, Koth, Koth Sunbeam, and you just can tell, oh, they immediately click. And at, it's it was just so much fun to see the surprise in the war of, oh, hey, I have a partner now, and I have armor all over my body. So Ponygon to me kind of doubles as a loyal friend, but still a badass fighter. Yeah, from what I remember, I there's especially at the start because i've i rewatched the start a couple years ago and never didn't get all the way through the series again but uh i know just remember seeing that he's always seems to be there zatch and him always get along and i just remember him if i remember correctly he bites um oh god who's the main guy Keo. yeah he bites Keo. yeah and it's just it's one of those cute moments that he gets along with like everybody but Kyo, and that's kind of how everybody is at least at the start yeah a little bit but i can co-sign he's always seems uh like a nice character and i've never 
it's been a long time since I've talked with anyone besides you about Zatchville, so I don't know if there's anyone who's like would really say, "Oh my God, I don't like him." To be fair, I don't know if there are a lot of uh, well, Penny sort of, but I but Penny has is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. She kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> I can understand that she's the extreme side of uh, Ditsy. Yeah, but oh. Well, well uh, there are a lot. There are a lot of characters like from Zatchville I could have put on this list, but I just meant Ponygon because I feel like nobody really talks about him. So by that knowledge, nobody seems to hate him. So I win either way. Yeah, he he's definitely one of the more focused on, I guess, side characters, just because he's from what I remember, he starts living with them. So yeah, but Ponygon ridiculously powerful, but still incredibly loyal. Pretty good story. Okay. I need to go back and watch Zatchbell eventually again. It's I've got to rewatch a lot of these series. Yeah. All right. So my next one. Go for it. So this is one of those rare incidents where I feel like the main protagonist is actually the one of the most likable characters in the series. Okay. And that's Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. Yeah, I have a feeling. He's just. What do you think about it? I. A lot of little kids always say Goku's their favorite, but and a lot of older people like Vegeta and Piccolo and a lot of the other side characters. I and I know very few people who say Naruto is my absolute favorite Naruto character. So no, I agree. Um, but Monkey D. Luffy, I think besides Zoro, maybe is like the most popular character just because he's he's also the nicest of his crew if you think about it like all the others have issues with different people and cause and aren't necessarily the nicest to everybody maybe robin and chopper are nicer to some other people but luffy luffy would ask a bucket of water to join his crew would be uh his friend if uh it was sentient so to, to be fair i've met i've seen non-sentient buckets of water that were probably still smarter than luffy but i i do understand your point yeah it's just one of those things that he's nice to everybody until you you prove that you're a legit jerk he he would try to bring in every person he could to his crew if he feels that they have a place and would be uh nice to everybody with him but as soon as like when you think about it i mean are uh like he he has to re- legit see you do something cruel or realize that someone's done something cruel to start to hate someone and then there's no stopping him and he'll defend whoever you've hurt to the end i mean if you think about it, that's how like every major arc starts yeah basically another gear gets unlocked when he gets pissed off exactly which i think they're finally revealing gear five or just got revealed in the which anime, is exactly so. why i said it i'm got, you picked up on that but you didn't pick up on when i said rengoku needs a needs someone to lend him a hand every now and then yeah but that's just sad that, that was just sad yeah but i can completely agree he even from the beginning luffy like luffy just seems like somebody anybody could get along with i mean unless you're eating with him because i get the feeling he might try to steal my to steal my meat which is his favorite food not pork not beef meat what is it no it's just meat it's any type of meat (laughs) yeah somebody there was a recipe of somebody saying how to cook luffy's favorite food meat 
Oh, so it's just a stick of meat. Yes. Where do I sign up? Well, I think there's a legit recipe that's um, you take like a bone of some kind and you get a wrap it in ground beef and cook it. And, uh, and they called it like stick of meat or something. There's like a one piece cookbook that I think has that recipe or something in it. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it yet. But overall, it especially makes sense because like I've said, when Robin wanted to join, she's just like, hey, um, you guys should let me join. And everyone's like, Luffy, you might want to think about this. And Luffy's just like, yeah, okay, you can join. And everybody was upset about it. Well, except Sanji. Sanji was very much happy about it. Yeah, but all the others, especially when they knew her as uh, like Miss Saturday or whatever her name was, it was just, yeah, she was always like a villain at the start. So, yeah. I don't know if I'd call Luffy my favorite One Piece character, but he he's definitely, he's like in the top five. I think one might be either, honestly, one might either be Sanji or Law, because I love Law. I can understand that. I just meant that he's definitely the most likable, whether that's in world or in real life. I feel like he's just, he's so nice to everybody and willing to defend those that he wants to. Yeah, and that's definitely likable. Like, even if I'm never going to catch up with One Piece, I will never stop loving Luffy. Yeah, as I said, it's, he's definitely one of the best shonen protagonists and most likable overall. Especially since whenever there are crossovers and stuff, Luffy's always getting along with other characters. Like, he's like, oh, Psyche, you have these pa- th- those psychic powers? That's so awesome. And Psyche's like, I don't know who you are, but you seem nice. Well, he probably asked Psyche to join his Nakama. I actually kind of want to see that. <sighs> Psyche might actually join because it means that he only has to deal with like 10 other people and that's it. Yeah, and Sanji also makes sweets, so that that's a that's something for him. But I can co-sign to Luffy. All right, your next one. All right, you talked about the main character being probably the best, most likable character on the show, so I guess I can too. Okay. Chisato Nishigiki from Lacorus Recoil. Okay. I put her on the list of characters I liked, but I didn't really know what it was. And sadly, that list is out of date now because she's my favorite character in the whole show. While all the other Lacorises are basically these battle-tested, hardened warriors who basically kill without hesitation and are kind of terrifying people, Shisato's this bright, friendly, lovable ball of energy who always wants to get people to smile. Even on missions when she's shooting people, they're non-lethal bullets and she'll basically heal their injuries. She's also very helpful around the cafe and also bonds with Takina, her newest partner, and they become incredibly close incredibly quickly. It's just nice to see because... Even if she's the main character and she doesn't really change, she's inspiring change with other people. And she's always friendly and kind-hearted to, well, basically anybody. She does have moments where she does get, like, dangerous, and she she could basically go into bullet time mode and shoot anybody she wants. But she never stops being her. And ultimately, she's honestly one of my favorite characters that's come out within the past several years. I still haven't seen this series, so I don't really know, but it does sound like she's uh, one of the nicer characters. Um, just, you said she was one of the more supportive, like, of everybody around her, right? That's... Yes. I 
coming to realize that that's very much like the um kind of our biggest criteria i guess for uh being on one of our lists for uh most likable characters is that they support those around them yeah but despite all of this she's kind of she's a bit of a prankster like she she does a lot of stuff to mess with people but it never feels malicious it's more of it's it's one of those pranks that if you do it to somebody they might start laughing with you they might smack you upside the head afterwards but they, but like everything will be good afterwards i can kind of understand that and i i would agree that uh because i've got a very similar character uh that i'll get to in a few in a minute or two about it but yeah it's yeah, just I like that idea of both being supportive, but you still have to joke. I mean, that's kind of the core of being a friend is also being able to joke with each other. Yeah. I'd usually say, oh, she wouldn't want to hang out with us, but she I feel like she would actually be up for it. So that's also another reason. So perfection. I mean, um, Chisato from Lacorus Recoil. She's pretty awesome. I'll co-sign it. Seems like an interesting show because that I may need to give a shot eventually all righty then all right so my first honorable mention please go ahead so in, in a very similar situation is uh soma from food wars he's very much he supports all those around him wanting them to succeed in their own style of cooking and be able to develop it as best they can but he also has this notorious uh, act of feeding people really disgusting foods. The most, I think, the most notorious is uh, peanut butter glazed octopus. I think is what it is. I just watched a video where it showed people eating all the pizzas that have been on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Somehow that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, but I, I just, it, it's considered, I guess, really gross, and they, um, he likes to feed it to uh, people, or he changes up the recipe slightly, try, and it's, he always seems to be like, I'm going to make the most disgusting thing possible, and it's literally a competition between him and his dad to make something so bad that it's good. Oh, gosh. But yet, when it comes to actual, like, cooking, I mean, that the whole reason he uh battles uh throughout like the third and fourth seasons is to have his t- uh his friends be able to stay in the school because they're the ones that want to be able to develop their own style of cooking rather than follow a specific recipe it's like and it's like while recipes are good for cooking especially when you want something specific in this series it's all about trying to be as creative as possible and develop your own style of cooking and all that so you can definitely feel that he's one of the more likable characters he tries his best to uh support everybody yeah yeah i especially from the little i've seen it always just sort of feels like he's go like everybody else is doing one thing but let me do my own style i actually appreciate that because mm-hmm. it really frustrates me when people are like oh i'll just do what everybody else is doing i'm like no don't like if you want if you want to be more interesting and down the line more successful try doing your own thing it doesn't always work but at the same time like just try it exactly he does a pretty good job of supporting everybody and making them all feel like they can do what they their own style of cooking rather than force it on everybody else 
Yeah. He seems like a character I would like. I'm not sure I'll ever give Food Wars a chance because the food looks too good. That's why I'm struggling through Toriko right now. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm only a few episodes in and it's making me hungrier with each episode. I got to stop for now. But it still see it's he still seems like a character that I would like regardless. Yeah, I think he you would enjoy him. Yeah. yeah. So my first honorable mention. Go right ahead. I must be in a really good mood today with some of the shows on this list. Seishiro Sugumi from Nisekoi. Okay. I've said it before. I've given Nisekoi a very hard time over the years. But this is a character. Sugumi, she's just so damn good. She starts off as basically Chitoge's bodyguard and doesn't like Raku that much, despite the fact that Chitoge and Raku are dating. At the same time, though, it's revealed that she's been treated like she was raised as a boy. Like, oh, well, well, you have to be raised as a boy, so you'll be tougher for some stupid reason. But throughout the rest of the series, the rest of the gang starts treating her like she wants to be treated as a girl. She wa- she acts like she wants to be super tomboyish and shoot things, but she's actually very really wants to be treated like a girl. Well, well we learn down the line that she actually really is ki- is kind hearted to animals and children, which is always a big plus for me. And she, we just learned that e- that people go to her for advice on a regular basis, and despite the fact that she almost never no- feels confident about it, she still does her best with it. And ultimately gets to the point where when, spoiler alert, five, four, three, two, she ends up falling in love with Raku. And when it's revealed, when she learns Chitoge legitimately loves Raku, she covers his ears and says, hey, I've been in love with you for so long, but I know Chitoge wants you more than anything else in the world. So I'm going to let you go. And she is breaking down in tears. It's heartbreaking. And it gets, and at that point, I'm like, okay, she's my favorite character. She's my favorite character, and in some cases, it's not that close. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like one of those series that... Well, that that specific relationship you mentioned sounds like a, if you love something, let it go. If it truly loves you back, it'll come back to you, but I don't know if that happens or not. It does not, and it's like I've said before. At the end of the series, to me, it didn't matter who ended up with who. Just make it interesting, and sadly, they failed at that tremendously but it's not Sugumi's fault she's she is lovable she's kind to people but she's also still an assassin so don't piss her off because she does have a temper I'd honestly say if I had to rank Sundere's anime she might be in like the top three of like the top four Sundere's I actually like but she's still really good nonetheless that's actually like a miracle like the, the fact that you have a Sundari as one of your most likable characters is actually shocking to me. It's called character development, I guess. But I, I, I don't know. Oh, everybody usually agrees, like, oh, I want Chitsuke to win, or I want Onodera to win. Everybody has a favorite girl they want to win, but Sugumi seems to be everyone's favorite character. So I had to give her some love. All right. It's definitely an interesting one. So I, I'll co-sign. Okay, then. All right, so uh, my next honorable mention, I have, uh, uh, let's see, we'll go with uh, Lucy from Fairy Tale. Okay. She's just, I'm trying to think of how to describe her relationship. She's 
always the one that's like the mind behind everything. She's kind, she's kind of in uh, layman's terms, she's surrounded by idiots, and but she's one of those that, especially as the series goes on, it becomes that she uh, cares because they're her idiots. So it's just a nice moments that you get with her, with her relationships with not too gray. She doesn't really f get angry or uh, like get pushed away from anyone. It's just, she's nice. I can, I can understand where like Natsu can be a bit abrasive and stuff and not, and he fights with everybody in the guild. I debated Urza, but Urza has her own kind of quirks. Lucy's kind of the almost normal one, I would say, out of all of the fairy tale. And that's kind of where she kind of could be nicer to and work with everybody else who's not as crazy as her friends. Okay. The only reason I hesitate when you first said the name, because I feel like you've told me people don't love this character sometimes. Like there are people out there, there are people out there who don't like her. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I don't know. There probably are. It's just I know that a lot of people uh, um, have characters that they just don't like in fairy tale at all. So, um, but Lucy's one of those that she grows as the series goes on. She becomes more confident in herself, which helps, in my opinion, make her more likable. She she's not a Mary Sue because she still has her failings but she's still willing to grow. She supports everybody and literally, and has pretty much gotten to the point where she's like the one that has to bring everybody back together in fairy, uh, when fairy tales re, uh, rebuilt at the uh, start of the final arc. Yeah. Have you seen anything that she's supposed to be getting since fairy tale is supposedly coming back? Um, I'm guessing that's with the hundred year mission or thousand year mission that they've. Uh, I'm not, it's. I'm. I'm not going to pretend like I paid that much attention to it. I, I have not. I. I. There's supposedly they might be uh, putting her and uh, Natsu together, but I haven't seen any of the manga uh, that's been coming out. That's the fairy tale thousand year mission or whatever it is. Oh huh, well, I kind. Well, I kind of hope not. Because that ru that ruins my future Trunks Lucy fanfic, but sure, why not? Oh, so he travels. He accidentally travels to a different dimension this time. Yes, and to be more specific, it's it's a bridge Trunks, like future Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, abridged, and Lucy from Fairy Tale. Okay, I, I can accept that. They're both the normal ones, huh? That that's actually, now that I say it off the top of my head, it doesn't sound that crazy. They really kind of are. I mean, just when you think about how unique, I think is the word, that all of the other characters in their series are. That's a nice way of putting it. But maybe that's another video for another day. But I think I can co-sign with Lucy. Even having not given Fairy Tale a chance yet, I think to myself, I think I'm going to like this girl. There is part of me that hesitates when I say that, but so far, so good. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are definitely moments that she's going to... She's got some annoying moments, especially early on in the series, which is why she's an honorable mention. But 
I think with overall with her growth and how her relationships develop with everybody, she becomes one of the more like most likable characters in the series. Yeah, but I can co-sign. So my next honorable mention. Go right ahead. Mitch Shepper from Mega Man Star Force. Okay. Okay, so Shep Mitch is basically, I don't know what's called now. I'll just call him Mr. Shepper. Mr. Shepper's basically the teacher at Echo Ridge Elementary School. Well, while Gio is going through his funk of not wanting to go to school and stay in and not connect with people, well, Mr. Shepard's very much like, hey, hey, why don't you come to school? But while while Luna, Luna, Bud, and Zach are very much like, you have to come to school, you have to come to school, Mr. Shepard's like, oh, well, I'd really like to have you in my class, but go at your own pace. He's very much a care, a teacher who sees all of his students as his children, and he's always very kind and encouraging to them. To the point where, where he doesn't want to do part of the curriculum that the prof- that the principal is forcing onto them, which he ends up being right about because let's just say technological advancement in Mega Man has some downsides and he ends up getting corrupted by one of the bad guys. And to the point where when Mega Man saves a day, he, Mr. Shepard basically wants to, he basically he almost gets fired because it's like, oh, you put all these students in harm. But to the credit of the class and everybody in the school, they basically petitioned to keep him in school because it's like, yeah, he got he did something bad, but it wasn't his fault. He got taken over and everybody, including Geo, stand up for him. And it's kind of him that encourages Geo to finally come out of his shell and start attending classes. It's just really awesome to see that even after doing something bad, which once again wasn't his fault, Everybody still loves this guy and was willing to stand up for him so he could keep his job. I've recently watched someone play through um, the first Star Force game, and I think I vaguely remember him from that. And then I I went back and saw that they had uploaded somewhere uh, the uh, first few episodes of the Star Force anime. I don't know if it's all of what would be the English dub or not, but I believe it's all the dub, but there's a lot more of the sub. Yeah, so I I think I may have seen this uh bit of this character. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic. He is very much uh supportive and you feel like especially when you feel like a lot of the other characters are like you have to come, you have to come and it's like yeah, he's gone through a lot of trauma losing his uh dad at this point and uh pretty much having no connection with his dad anymore and not wanting that to in case someone disappears on him again so i can co-sign that someone who is supportive and says i would love to have you but i understand that you're still recovering and need time so i can definitely co-sign yeah he kind of reminds me of professor birch from pokemon because he's a very nice smart guy but he's also kind of a giant man child like there are moments where it's just like is this just a 12 year old in the grown-up spot but you're kind of okay with it He's he's just a he's just a lovable teacher who anybody would want to have. Yeah, it's, uh, he seems nice from what I remember, and so I'll one hundred percent co-sign. Okay. All right, my last honorable mention. Go ahead. It's um, Subaki from Soul Eater. She, yeah. She is one of the nicest characters. She supports all of them and. I mean, she's got to be an angel to be able to handle uh, 
uh, Black Star the way she does. Yeah. So she is just one of those that, I mean, she she doesn't necessarily want to be the strongest, but she's always strives to do her best for Black Star, and then always supporting all the uh the rest of the cast when they need it. It seems like I mean, she definitely seems to have a kind of older sister vibe with a lot of the rest of the uh cast just being there to support Maka through some of her highs and lows I think that's kind of it unfortunately I mean she's there for the rest but it, it just yeah to we're gonna have to talk about Soli Eater again sometime but I, I get to I agree I think she's likable I think she's cool I do kind of feel like and this is just me personally there could have been more times where she said Black Star you're being an idiot but that's just because Black Star is well Black Star well I mean she kind of has that moment where oh yeah he's an idiot but he's my idiot. <laughs> yes, but she could have said that like every episode. Not not <laughs> actually that much, but there are times where I'm like, really? You're just going to let this guy do whatever you want? Stand up for yourself, please. It did get frustrating, at least for me sometimes. I can understand that, but I just feel with how she supports everybody, she's definitely among the most likable characters. Yeah, and I can definitely co-sign. I'm getting sick of hearing the word support on this, this episode because we've said it like 50 times already. Yeah, that's very true. And I think my last character is also very much going to have that happen. Oh, good God. I have heard, though, like, based on the manga and everything else, she's also the most perverted of the cast. And I'm like, I can't really see that, but I don't need to see that. All right. But yeah, but yeah Tsubaki's cool. I... I... That may have ruined her for me. I I never thought of her that way. Hey, I never said specifically what I heard. I just said eh, it, it might be. It's like between Liz, Blair, and Subaki, from what I've heard. But Blair was already somewhat ruined for me. Yeah, I can see it. We'll talk about Soul Eater another day. Yeah, we've got some other people who I think want to be on that video. Yeah, and there's still that video that has not been released yet, but it's dangerously close to being done. But I can co-sign. Oh, shit. Made a mistake. Okay, go ahead. What? What's wrong? What is it? My schedule got completely changed, I think, on something. I thought I had a different time. Oh, okay. So just keep going? Yeah, go quick. Quick, okay. Hey, uh, my last honorable mention, Nicholas Brown from Gangsta. Okay. Nick, he's just such a cool guy. We talk, we've talked about support a lot. But I just love the fact that Nicholas is one of those people where if you mess with him, you are going to die. Right. Like he's he's what he's something called a Twilight, which is basically made him in servitude since he was a kid. But he becomes friends with Warwick and they're and they're cool with each other. He's very much protective and he's just a badass. We've talked about support a lot, but sometimes you just a character is lovable just because of how badass he is. And when he first meets Warwick, Warwick's kind of upset with him. It's like, why aren't you listening? Why aren't you talking to me? He, what are you, deaf? And apparently Nicholas uh, is, looks at him and says, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I'm actually deaf. It's kind of crazy. But at the same time, you just think he's just one of the coolest characters because he is a nice guy. But like I said, you don't mess with him. He is, Nicholas is awesome. I, I'm really enjoying him. Sounds 
interesting. I'm sorry, I'm my schedule just really got messed up on this. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I guess I can co-sign. I just, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> this threw me off. Um, but yeah. Uh, is there anything else with his character? Uh, I just I just think he's cool. He seems to be nice to kids, but and like I said, he's nice, but I he's lovable because of how badass he is, and sometimes that's okay. Yeah, I can definitely see how badass can make a character uh, like uh, very much likable. It's not necessarily the biggest focus, but I can definitely see it being a big part of it. I've just never talked about the show oh, on the podcast before, so I'm like, oh, let me talk about let me talk about gangsta because it's cool. Yeah, I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen anything from it, so I may need to at least go look it up. It is dark, like really. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So my final one. Go ahead. It's Brock from Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 ahead. He's. Definitely, of all of Ash's traveling companions, he's definitely, the, I would say, the most likable. Keep going. He's just, he's always there, and I don't know, he seems to have grown a lot throughout the series. Um, just, just going from just being, wanting to be a breeder, and that's kind of, it never really seemed to pursue it, to starting as the series I, it could have been better done we've talked about that but de discovering that he wanted to be a doctor um it definitely improved everything yeah uh gave him a goal but and it definitely fit with the rest of his character of, i hate to say it again supported everybody else and not to mention, all of his food sounds delicious. Even Team Rocket liked it, except for that one episode where they're like, oh, those sandwiches? We ate them. They were kind of salty, though. And it pissed him off to high hell. Yeah. It's one of those things that, as I said, I feel like he's the most, like... Um, he's one of the most likable characters. I, I mean, I would agree, but I do agree. I love Brock. There are times, though, his flirting shtick does kind of get to the point where it's like, okay, you're clearly kind of freaking this person out. Like, settle down. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, it's, as I said, I, I view it more of his, like, stable relationships with Ash, Misty, May, Max, and then and Dawn, and then even the times that he sometimes supports uh everybody else uh when it comes to like even team rocket on occasion when they're having those uh few times that they're good guys in the series yeah i, I can co-sign though even despite some of his flaws brock is still from the from what it seems like everyone's favorite character so i can understand that yeah all right so your final one all right my final likable character in anime or most likable character in anime Taiso Hasegawa from Gintama. Okay. All right. So Hasegawa, I don't talk about him a lot, but he's basically a homeless guy. Hey, he starts off this, he starts the series off as a high-ranking, very rich and powerful government official, but he hates his job. Uh, he's working for someone named Prince Hada, who's just an immature jerk of a prince, and he ends up punching him out one episode. And that ends up, he loses everything. He loses his job, his hat. Oh, and his wife ends up leaving him. 
at the same time, though, he is incredibly depressed throughout the series, but he does have a good sense of what's right and wrong. And there have been times where he he's a good human perspective for the series, while everybody else is this badass samurai or alien or robot, whatever. He's just a guy. He doesn't have any super fighting prowess or anything. He's just sort of there. And everyone always calls him a worthless old man, but he's still doing his best. Yes. There are times where he either will get screwed out of a huge opportunity to get his life back on track, or he'll sacrifice it for the sake of helping other people. And it's always something really cool to see. He, not, to me- not to mention his wife, who you'd think would be a horrible person for, for them splitting up, but she's actually very she's actually very nice. Like she'll tell people, is he is he okay? Hey, please tell him, please give him my best. Like it seems like they, it just didn't work out between the two of them. Um, to the point where you kind of want them to get back together there, but at the same time, Hasagawa, he's just he's one of the most human characters out there, but that's not a bad thing. Not everybody has to be super over the top. Sometimes just being human is pretty damn lovable. Yeah, and that sounds coming from a show like Gitama, being human seems like a very unique thing because everybody seems to be like very overpowered or very strong or very crazy it's just kind of all over the place with these characters so to have someone who may not necessarily be that overpowered but still willing to fight and be human as you said that would be a good character yeah yeah it's it's just i don't know oh and you've talked about ichigo from bleach having one of the best themes in anime (laughs) hasagawa might I'm not gonna say he beats him, but he ha- but it's some stiff competition. His song is is really good. I'll have to look it up, or you'll have to send it to me to so I can listen to it because it. As I said, I really do enjoy uh, number one for Ichigo. Yeah, but basically Hasegawa, uh, he's he to a lot of characters he's a worthless old man, but to me he's somebody who feels human but keeps doing what he can to survive. So, but to put it in a short note, Hasagawa, if Yamcha was done right, that's basically him. Yeah, so it's kind of perfect. He's human and not just not the strongest and just kind of surrounded by people who are a lot stronger. And uh, But he still has his good moments, it sounds like. Exactly. All right, you ready to wrap up? Let's do it. So, ladies, gentlemen, and others, who are some of your most lovable characters in anime? It can be a main character, a side character, or just a character who's just sort of there, but they're still lovable regardless. Yeah, and do you like all the ones we chose for this list? Do you want a sequel to this list? I think this one might be a very easy one to get more likable characters. Yeah, it definitely could it be. Are there any are there any anime that we've talked about on this list that you don't feel like we talk about enough that might deserve their own video or something? Let us know. But more importantly, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and all that other nonsense, and we will see you next time. This has been Alex. And Richard. And you have been listening to Anime Egotists. Good night. Peace easy.